0: What's up, everybody? This is John Mark.
1: This is Anna.
0: And Tyler Ramsey. And this is No Turning Back. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the say that you've given us today. God, thank you for the blessings that you give us each and every day. Thank you, God, for allowing me to be able to spend some time recording and talking with with Uncle David today. God, I just pray that you use us According to your will, God, that your word be preached and that that these these recordings of this podcast is going be a blessing for for myself and for others as well, God. And thank you for all you've given us and your blessing in the holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Alright, so welcome back to No Turning Back. I'm John Mark and I'm here today with my uncle. I call him Uncle Dude. Uh, most people know him as Coach Verdue. Correct. Yeah. He is the um founder. Correct. Founder director of No say nothing back. Way beyond measure. Yes. That's right. And would you mind sharing a little bit with us of, I, I'd love to. I would love to.
1: First off, thank you, John Mark. I love being here. And we we first discussed before jumping on that, hey, what about little man? How are we gonna contain him well he's right up here with us and we're so no, glad that no, he's here no, 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 and no. so you're gonna hear him in the background which is good hey. like John Mark said my name is coach David hey. Verdue I am hey. the author and founder hey. of hey. way beyond measure hey. uh, way beyond hey. measure is an anti-bullying uh, actually we are a character development program that hey. deals with anti-bullying hey. 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 suicide awareness um, and we're very excited. Um, if you were able to see on this end right now as I'm sharing about way beyond measure um, Kason is actually opening the Bible and reading the Word of God and you would be very surprised that in his own language that who knows right what God's doing and stuff so that just reminds me of great things so you know way beyond measure is just what what it is it's we go way beyond measure whatever we can do for kingdom. Um, we do it. I preach. I I do some song and dance too, John Mark, Right? Yes. No. I do, I we go into schools, and which is a blessing. We go into schools and communities and clubs, and and really get to share some positivity as far as how to make it and and where to turn to when um, we're teaching people at this time, which has been on my heart, is where are you where are you running from, or who are you running from, and who should you run to? So. Um, Way Beyond Measure, it's it's a blessing to serve, blessing to be, and and we'd love to be in your community. Uh, Check us out at waybeyondmeasure.com, so let's get into the word, bro. All right, so
0: uh, on this, on the podcast, we just decided to start up a segment, we originally thought it was going to be just one episode, and as we started jumping into it and talking about it, we quickly discovered that... Well, this is not going to be a one-episode thing. And it's on the subject of love. And we started our first episode on this, on the segment of love, talking about uh, 1 Corinthians 13. We started from verse 3 and just kept going on. I mean, you could use the entire chapter. But verse 3 starts, If I gave everything I have to the poor... And even sacrifice my body I could boast about it but if I didn't love others I would have gained nothing love is patient and kind love is not jealous or boastful or rude it does not it does not demand its own way it is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice but rejoices whenever the truth wins out love never gives up love never loses faith is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance and we can go on as i said we can keep on reading the and, and the last verse of chapter 13 says three things will last forever faith hope and love and the greatest of these is love and wow man i read the passage and i and get that's goosebumps that's so cool it's like and
1: the reason love is so important in in the scriptures it says the reason that he lo- he he, really, he first loved us he, he first loved us. He has prepared us and set us apart and not only to, to be children of God, but to be an heir. Do you know what an heir is? Not error, but an heir, <laughs> right? Yeah. That is someone who is of what? Royalty. royalty. So we live in royalty because of his love. And there's nothing that can separate us. There is, however, something that separates you, not him, it separates you. And that is your what? Your confession. You confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and he becomes the Lord of your life. Now you're going to learn love. What true love is. Because he will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He's always there with you. And if you get a chance, like I say in all my wordings that when I talk, is don't take our word for it. Where's it found again? First uh, Corinthians, what John?
0: First Corinthians 13.
1: That's right. It's First Corinthians 13. Look it up. It doesn't NASB, NIV, New King James, King J. Read it. Read it several times and get it into you, because it's so important. And I can't wait as we progress during this podcast to share other forms and other highlights of what love really is and and how it is. So. Um, it's good stuff and and we're excited to be able to serve right now and, and 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 hear more tell us more john
0: absolutely so what we had done last week we just we started talking a little bit about the different aspects of love that love you can't have love without being patient <laughs> we were talking about um on our broadcast
1: is what the fruit of the, the spirit yeah the fruit right? of the spirit and so it's really cool because i've always thought that listen the, we know that the greatest one is love and then I always thought that love everything stemmed off of love however there's no stem with the fruit it's they're all entwined yeah because if you don't have patience you don't have peace if you don't have peace you don't have joy and if you don't have joy you're lacking love they're all tied together
0: yeah but they the are. greatest is love love. Yeah, and something I think is interesting in the King James Version that doesn't use the word love in the passage, in in the passage of 1 Corinthians 13, the word that it uses is charity. Which, if you stop and think about it, charity brings about a different... um, It kind of brings a different idea of love. Because what do you think of when, when when you use the word charity? Oh, boy. Uh...
1: Like a, a, a found a foundation that is in need? I don't know. Like they're needing charity. They're needing it's a
0: need. Yeah, it, it's it's something that you need. You need like we Yeah, yeah many times we, we bring about ideas like say um, Saint Jude could be a charity. Right, right. Um right. Make a Wish is a charity it's foundation. Way beyond measure is <laughs> yeah. a charity and And, and, and but what well, okay. Yeah, so I was. It just it just kind of hit me off guard because every other version of the Bible that I've read, on this passage in particular, it doesn't say charity. It calls it love. Love. Wow. And the Greek word in this passage is the agape love. The agape. Yes. The right. unconditional love.
1: Um. Un- yeah. The unconditional non separation. Um. Love. Yes.
0: Yeah, and but I just started thinking and, and I looked up the word charity in the dictionary because. We like to use dictionary definitions. And I got this. Charity is generosity and helpfulness, especially toward the needy or suffering. Aid given to those in need. Could be an institution engaged in relief of the poor. Could be a public provision for the relief of the needy. Benevolent goodwill toward or love of humanity. A wow. gift for public benevolent purposes. It just what? kind of hits. That's good. It, it kind of hits different when you think of it that way.
1: Listen to this. It says, what is a agape... What is an agape love experience or example? What does it look like? Listen to what this says: for people who donate to charity out of the goodness of their hearts, agape love is in play. Yeah. So there's the word charity again. So wow, Um, love is in play. I just I saw that word charity again. Like it's that's so interesting. I think we need to dig deeper somehow. Like I said before, you don't take our word for it. Keep digging, guys, because yeah. there's so many cool jewels and finds in the Word of God. And uh, that was that's cool, charity. Yeah. So doing something for another person, whether you know them personally or not.
0: Wow. Yeah. And so we just... And my buddy and I, we were talking... Tyler and I were talking last week. We were talking about the different aspects of love in there. We said one of them is that is it, it is patient and kind and you know something that this world is lacking a lot of right now all of that (laughs) the whole fruit yeah
1: i think we don't yeah there's no tree
0: yeah right now right i think that we have severed ourselves from the vine as it says in john 15 we we just we've lost sight of who the source of our love Mm -hmm. and joy and peace and hope is right you know when you're off the vine it's
1: just not natural because in the normal there's no fruit coming in there's no juice there's no i mean if if I was to lay down and lose all my blood I'm done yeah that's a tree too yeah a branch you cut the branch off you put it to the side and what do you have in four days wood kindling wood start fire but yeah. it's gone it's done it's over yeah and and he says that in the word of God if you don't you know if if you don't love me or or um you know, it's like being cut off from the branch and, and withering and dying. And I tell you what, I don't want that.
0: Yeah. And we can keep on going and looking at these different aspects. I like to call these aspects of love. I mean, they can all be aspects of one another as well. And in First Corinthians 13. So we see love is patient, love is kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud. Let me read that again. It's not love is not jealous or boastful or proud I think one of the hardest things that especially in for me as a Christian one of the hardest things is to not be proud of myself because everything in me wants to say hey look at me mm-hmm. I'm an awesome human being yeah, you. But, and you are however but it's not me it's God through me.
1: That's right. That's correct.
0: And the hard thing, I think, is just to remember to point back to God. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it,
1: and and not twist it or do anything like that. But I also think that sometimes, that when someone is pleased or someone is proud of you or someone, sometimes we balk that because. Oh my gosh, it's not me. It's not yes. Yes, it is you. God's using you. It's your open heart. It's your love for him to be obedient to what he called you to do. So when you're in front of an audience like Way Beyond Measure is or when you're in front of whatever it is and some people come up to you and just, it's crazy, John Mark. They'll want an autograph or they'll want something from me. And at first I was like, (laughs) You don't want this. But God said, yes, they do. They see me in you. And so love is me giving up what I much easier. I'd love to just go fishing and take my retirement and go sit on the sideline. Um, Unfortunately, not unfortunately, fortunately, I'm a team player. And so I'm in the game. And while you, when you're in the game, you're ready, right? Yeah. We're always Absolutely. ready and prepared. And because of our love, and because of His love that He has bestowed on us, we in return love. And so, what is love? Love is in action. Yes. There's no so to to uh, say. Um, I, I don't want to. I don't. It, it's hard because it is hard because I don't want to. I don't need to see my face on the website. However, there's a bunch of producers and stuff, people looking, you know, they're looking for Coach Verdue. What what does he look like? Where is he? We want to know what it's up. Everyone running towards that, right? Like, man, I've heard John Mark for a year and a half. But what does he look like? Who is this guy? And so they're going to want to seek that. And the cool thing is, is that when that happens, I want you to understand that it's okay to say thank you, and I appreciate you, and here's an autograph. But when you get to be alone, you lift it. Yes. And he sifts it, takes what's his, and then the next day you can shift it. Lift it, sift it, and shift it because you know who you are in Christ and the things that you do. I'm going to brag right now. John Mark is an incredible... Man of God. He's got so much talent and so many things for him that I know that me saying this on the air right now, it's hard for him. Because he he wants to he's he wants to stay humble. He wants to be, you know, humble means to be prostrate, to to bow before the Lord. It's it's to be humble, and that's what he is. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your practice who you are, what God has put in, in you and has put in you now take those talents and serve God to the best of your ability and he is he's bilingual he's he, hes like him and Anna and the rest of the Mahias like are my many heroes because uh, I've been with this family now for 15 years and I just haven't seen any swaying, I just haven't seen any hard movement now we've gone through things Yeah. still are yeah but because of our love for one another because of our understanding of first corinthian or corinthian first corinthians chapter 13 we understand that love is an action love moves you to do things love i don't know what it was someone needed a uh anti-needed um apples picked up auntie needs things to be taken care of and stuff there's no hesitation it's done we're family we pull it together and and like we said love is an action and it's it's a it's a very very good thing and um john mark i just want you to know that i'm proud of you and i love you man and uh, i think that you are 100 percent buddy you're the best anyways Rabbit trail. And back to your local programming. <laughs>
0: Corinthians 13. Thank you. Love. Thank you, Uncle Uncle Dude, for those words of encouragement. And, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you that it's okay to be proud to an extent. Of as long as we're proud of what you... Not,
1: not proud... proud that puffs you up but proud of Correct. Wow, I just painted that
0: house. Cool. Like what did you paint? Didn't you just paint something? Well, my I was helping my dad paint this house and we it took us two weekends to paint it just because When you got done. I looked at it and I was like, "Yay!" Nice. nice, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Good, good for you. And yeah, I mean, if we're doing something that honors God that we know oh, yeah. is honoring God, if we're Following what God's will for our lives is mm-hmm. or is I'm not sure how the grammatical word Is it our, ours? is is. I'm not sure how it is there. But anyways, when we're following God's will for our lives, we can be proud of that. Absolutely. Because God is gonna be blessing us when we're following his will. Now I'm not gonna say that we're not gonna go through trials and struggles nope. when we're following God's will, because that is absolutely not the case. You and mm. I've experienced that many times but we don't do it because of the trials and struggles that we go through we don't follow what God wants for us to do because of those trials and struggles we follow because we love God and I take pride in in following God
1: you know when I first became a a Christian, I always felt like, because I was thrown into the mix quickly, I became a, the 7th and 8th grade basketball coach at a Christian school. I became their substitute teacher, and then I became one of their chaplains. and It just happened very fast. And I always felt like, and I have talked to people, some of the pastors back then, um, I said, I said what, what were you guys thinking? They said, he ain't going to last. I mean that was the bet. I was 20 years old, wow. dude. He he, we don't we don't know if because it was a big change. Guys, it was a big change. We're talking day and night, bro. Just wow, a, a full shift, and 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 uh, man, I I I've contacted them some of them to this day and it's it's just been very uh, very joyful that they're able to say my gosh you're still in it I said I'm in it because I understand his love for me yeah. you, there's no outgiving God there's no Absolutely. if I know how much I love him and what he does for me, I have to figure out how sometimes I have to times that by ten on how much he cares for me. Now I'm a bald headed man, right? But apparently he knows all the hair on my head. Right?
0: Yeah.
1: It's, it's... He counts the beard as well. <laughs> he counts the goat. Yes, that's true, he does. But I mean I just I just I'm I love this topic because um love
0: is important to me. And uh it is. It's it's good stuff, man. So let me ask you this, because I know some people have different feelings and different opinions on this. But do you think that showing love means that we have to accept whatever anybody wants us to accept? And I know we're going to be stepping yeah. on toes here. No, man. Listen. <clears throat> so I like
1: I like the scripture um, in Philippians. Um, maybe it's not Philippians. Let me see if I can find it here. I just had it, guys, folks, and I'm so sorry. Hold on here. Jesus replied, this is Matthew, sorry, Matthew twenty-two, thirty-seven 37 through 39. Jesus replied, you must love the Lord God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equal important, and that's to love your neighbor as yourself now love love being an action which is a move love being an action mowing someone's lawn love being an action now somebody who is destructive and a terrorist and a murderer and listen you can love them but you also there's consequences Not for us that love him, but for the choices that that person made. I hate the choices that that person is making or is involved in, but I love the person because I know that if he was to confess right now, then Jesus would forgive him. So what am I that I can't? Jesus said, now you as well. Thank you for the squeak. I think someone just got their belly squeezed. I don't know. But but it's I love that question because it's like you love the person. You dislike and you do not approve of the situation, sin or whatever that they're in. You do not, have, you don't need to. Now, Jesus talks about it in the Word of God. Now, if somebody is doing something, go ahead and uh, go talk to him. He didn't listen. Well, then next time bring a friend. Yep. And then the third time, bring the whole church. And then the last time is, I'm sorry, I can't hang out. Yep. And but I still love them. And you know, if they would come back, what are we going to do? We're going to have a feast.
0: We're going to. We're going to receive them like the like the father received his prodigal son. That's a fact. Right. And we don't
1: physically have to kill the fatted cow. We don't physically have to place a ring on it. But we need to make them
0: feel that way. Absolutely. Like, you were lost, but now you're found. Let's go. Absolutely. Let's go. Now, I want to share a little story here, just because I feel like it goes along pretty well. So, a friend of mine, uh, July 3rd of this year, about 11 p.m., his brother shot and killed him and it was heartbreaking to me I had known him since he was at least 15 years old and he'd been in and out of church and he'd been having problems with he'd have problems with alcoholism and drugs his whole life but one thing I loved about him he might have strayed away from the church every once in a while but every time he'd come back to the church he'd always been received with open arms and he always was told you have you have a place right here and a few weeks before he 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 passed away he'd actually come to the church and we were saying, it was such a blessing to see you here in church and and we're we're so glad to have you back here in church and just hope you keep on coming. And he said, me too. And before he left that day, he said, brother, I just want to remind you, four years since I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior. Wow. And I know, sadly, I know, there, were, there are some people who, upon seeing them, upon seeing him, wouldn't have, they, they wouldn't have cared. They wouldn't have said, they, they wouldn't have given him the time of day. They wouldn't have said he was a Christian, even. But they didn't get to know him like I got to know him, like my dad got to know him, because we got to spend time with him. We loved him enough to spend time with him and to get to know him, get to know his testimony, and we got to see the love that he had for God.
1: Mm. It's hard. He it was such a visual person, and so when we see outer pain, aging too quickly—he's under the age of twenty-five—but man, with alcoholism, it'll make you. It'll it'll yeah it'll it'll destroy you. Um. Physical, with anything that from a fire or anything so now what we do is now we we look at that and we see the meth addict or whatever and we know that there's some kind of dysfunction because we can see it so now we as Christians have the belief that we get to judge them yeah so I, I don't believe they're a Christian because you're looking at them in the flesh and you're not looking at them at the heart of what God sees, not what you see, because now I could pull up some people that are disabled or been burned, and I can bring up people that look holy and pure, and I promise you, they're both sinners in God's eyes. One is a visual. The other one looks normal, perfect, cover of magazine. I want you to open them up And when you open them up, there ain't nothing but hardship and pain. What's the difference? One's visual. I could see it. The other one's not visual, so they must be a Christian. That guy looks like a pastor. Why? Look at him. Yeah. You know, the guy who is... So, I mean, I don't know how else to explain it, but... uh, Paul was a pastor and he was a murderer, too. (laughs) Yes, he was. And, you know, Peter was quick with a sword. Yes, he was. But he wasn't very accurate. No. <laughs> right?
0: No, he was not.
1: Um, Peter was quick. So, Peter, w- with most things that Peter did, Peter was quick. Yeah. His tongue was quick. Yeah. His heart. Now, this is really cool. God saw something in Peter before things even clicked. He started calling him the rock before he became... A rock. Yeah. He, he wasn't, he was sand. I don't know what he was, right? Yeah. But he, he calls things into existence that shouldn't be in our eyes. Yeah. I mean it. I'm going to make Coach Verdue a motivational speaker for schools and churches and clubs. <laughs> That's fun, right? He just laughed too. That's funny. <laughs> because I'm not the best. I don't claim to be even good, but I love God. Amen. I want to serve Him. And if people keep asking me and saying, yeah, it's okay, come on up here, then I'm going to keep doing it. I mean, even if I think that, man, that was that was bad. No. God God don't make junk. Okay? He can use everything in all of it. So... Absolutely. His heart. I'm glad he looks at the heart. Absolutely. Man. God is good. That's all the time. I mean, there's no doubt. You
0: Absolutely. got something else? What do you got? Well, I was just thinking. I mean, we can... We're talk, I mentioned my friend who passed away that many people would, just, would have just looked, overlooked him thinking he wasn't a Christian. Mm-hmm. And um, I know... I believe in my heart that he was. I had seen the difference that had become. I mean, he still had his struggles. Everyone has their struggles, but no matter what, he knew mm-hmm. he knew where to, he knew where to go. Good. He knew who to turn to. Yeah. Remember,
1: the sermon today was, "Who are you running to, and what are you running from?" Yeah. And so, um, here's the the good news is I'm not God, and neither are you. Yeah. Um, We have no choice or say in the matter. We can believe everything in our heart that my uncle is in heaven. Both of my uncles. Because I know they loved people. And I know they loved God. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess we won't know until we get there. A lot of people have told me you'll be very surprised. Yeah. Who you see in heaven and who you don't. And listen, I'm not in charge of who I see or don't see in heaven. You know what I am in charge of? Myself. And if I'm supposed to be in the um, uh, going to heaven, then I gotta watch out and I gotta take care of my salvation. And in the way in, in the in the meantime, I gotta take as many people with me as I can. Yes. Serving God with all of my heart and everything that I can to let the kingdom be known. So it's not up to us who goes or who doesn't go. We just yep. want to be a positive influence to other people to let them know that there's room. Welcome. There Come. Room. Come.
0: There is room, absolutely. Yeah. And I think many times, especially this day and age, we, we tend to think that love is more of an emotion rather than an action. And to an extent, it is an emotion. Mm-hmm. But that motion, that emotion should move us to action. That's a fact. I think I, I like to think of love as I think of faith. Faith is an action. Mm-hmm. If you just say you have faith and you don't do anything to prove it, well, I don't faith think is Faith is confidence.
1: So faith is the unshakable confidence in the character of God. Understanding who He is, what He is, and how He is. So yes. there's, there's cement. Faith is cement. Faith is... The confidence that you know that the things that you read about, read and see and hear and stuff, are true. My thing that I think about is those people that have felt the love, seen the love, and then turn away like it's a, not a big deal. I don't get it. Yeah. I, I don't understand. I've never... How? I don't either. I, I was just blown away. Did you not... Did you, Four years ago, remember what happened? Don't don't you remember?
0: Yeah. No, I haven't felt that in so long. What? You're supposed to pursue... Yeah, and and I think that's that's the that's the big deal. I think with love we don't we don't constantly remind ourselves of it. We just say, "Oh, I I felt the love of God before, but I don't feel it anymore." And, well, and, and oh my gosh,
1: you brought up a great point. Understand, love's not a feeling. Yes,
0: it is not a feeling.
1: Love is an action that moves you towards your feelings. You make a move, he makes a bigger move. Yes. He's patient. He's kind. He's not up there with a bat. He's actually up there with a fan trying to
0: cool you down. Yep. Come on. So let me, let me read Let's something. Talk, talking about that God not being up there with a bat. Let me read something. Verse 5 of First Corinthians 13. Love is not rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wrong. Okay, when we are saved, when, when we accept the gift that God offers us of eternal life, he gives us a clean slate. He makes us new. And there's another passage and I wish I could remember where it was right now. But it's I believe it was in 1st or 2nd Peter. They said that God God doesn't forget things. He chooses not to remember it. And when I read that of God that love keeps no record of being wrong. Uncle Dude, how many times do you think that you have failed God? How many times have I failed God? Oh
1: my goodness, that might be a trick question. <laughs> um I just I don't think God sees things as failures. I think God sees things as opportunities that you've missed. It's it's really it's listen, anytime you sin you miss the mark. And in in other words, I'm moving forward. And I can miss things. It doesn't mean that I failed because fail is the first attempt in learning. F A I L, first attempt in learning. So I don't know if he is up there going, ah, oh, you you didn't do that right, ah, oh, no, you didn't. What he's going is okay. Learn, learn from it. Okay, do it again. Do it again, and that's my layup drill. But um, failure—that's mm, a—that's a big, big word. Because if he was up there to tell people that, oh my gosh, you failed, I think that's when we start to run. Yeah. Um, I don't—I don't believe that he sees us as anything or any way failing. We miss the mark. In other words, we're loaded with things, and we can keep shooting. Eventually, you need to get back into his. Um, you know the word of God. You got to get back into your prayer life. You got to get back into the right with the right people, and you start walking with the right people. You am you you ammoed up, and now you're shooting and you're hitting the mark.
0: Yeah. So, I agree with you that I don't think God's when He looks at us. I don't think He looks at us as failing, but rather missing the mark. And I think that's why the Jewish culture had a tendency of calling him. Abba, father. The term Abba was was for father, but of an in, a term of endearment, what a small child would call his father when his father would embrace, embrace the child. No. And yeah, I know you you and I we're we're both dads, so we know. We've seen how we know how it feels whenever our children come running to us, uh-huh. just wanting a hug. Yes, yeah. I think that's how God is with us all the time. No matter how many times my child might mess up, I still love him.
1: Yeah, there's no... Listen, we all make mistakes. We all miss the mark. We all have had our own failures. But to say that how many times have you failed? Daily. Every day. Every day it's, you know, miss the mark or do something insane or, I mean, with my mouth or whatever it is. So it's a constant... It's a constant moving forward. It's a constant knowing who I am. It's a constant understanding of God's word. And it's um and then it's growing in it. You know, you ask for patience. Well, you gotta go grow through it because patience yeah. is a practice. Yes
0: it hey, is. Hey, I
1: want love. You know what love is? Love is getting up and moving. Love is action.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so everything that is um of the fruit is a movement. You have to go get. You have to go do. You have to learn. You have to practice. Those are the fruit. Yep. And no one's exempt. Nobody.
0: Nobody is. And I want to throw this out there too. We can be Christians for 30, 40, 50 years. As many years as you you want to say you're a Christian. And we can still at some point in time miss the mark on showing the fruit of the Spirit, on showing love. And I want to read a passage that I think it goes really well with what we're talking about. 1 John 1, 9. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Come on. I do that daily. Yes. I do.
1: Um, I do. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, the daily bread. Not tomorrow's bread, but today's daily bread. And forgive me. And forgive me yes. of the trespasses that I have passed against you. So it's the, it's a very powerful prayer, the Lord's Prayer. But in 1 John, like you just talked about, um, read that passage
0: again. If we confess our sins That's right. to Him... He, he is, is faithful faith and, just, and just to forgive us, us our, sin, our sins and to cleanse us from all well, of the
1: Unrighteousness, gifts. right. Or unrighteousness, oh, yes. Wow. wow. See, he, it, it always goes back to him because he is faithful and just. Yes. But it says, but if you confess, so that's the first part. You have to make an effort. And then once you make that move, then he's going to be faithful. Yep. And he's always just. So there means, what does just mean? Well, there's just as if it's supposed to be there, or is it justification? You know, just is, he, he's going to show justice. He's yes. going to, I will always love God. I will always serve God, and he will always love you. But if I rob a bank and get caught, I'm doing time. Yep. Doesn't mean he doesn't love me anymore. Doesn't mean he's left me. Never said that he forsake me. It doesn't mean any of that. I made a bad choice. Son. I have to pay the consequence. Justice. Yeah. He is faithful and just. So, he's going to tell you what needs to be fixed. Yeah. And you're gonna to have to try to be obedient as best as you can because it'll go over and over and over again. Oh, repeat and repeat. And uh, it's Pete just, and repeat sat on a wall. Pete fell off and who was left? Me. Joe was. Wasn't Joe there? <laughs> I don't even know what you said. Pete and repeat and Pete fell off a wall. But then who's there? Repeat. Pete and repeat sat on a wall. Okay, alright. <laughs> now he's going to say it again. Repeat? Okay, we okay. got another <laughs> Oh man, that was fun, John Mark. Thank you so much for having me here and, and being able to talk about uh, love and and you know just all the greatness. I love, I love my family. I love your family. I know that we're trying to do and be the best that we can for the kingdom of God. Yes, sir. But um, we're a little bit, you know, the Mejias and the Verdues. We're about a fry short of a happy meal. <laughs> and uh, but the good thing is, is he. Is faithful and just, and we will continue yes, yes. to fight, we will continue to move towards him and do everything that we can. Thank you, John Mark, for having me tonight.
0: Thank you, Uncle Dude, for joining us. And to all those of you who are listening out there, remember, God loves you, and we love you. More importantly, God loves you. He sent his Son to die for each and every one of us to offer us eternal life. And so, I want to invite you this time if you do not know for sure if you are going to heaven, just Remember, God loves you. He sent His Son for you. All you have to do is confess and believe in Him. And you'll have that eternal life. Uncle Dude, again, thank you for joining us. And for the rest of you, tune in next time.